Great grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and from the Holy Spirit that bids us be here and allows us to be the Reformation people of God, even in the year of our Lord, 2015. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I would again like to express my appreciation and that of Peace Lutheran Congregation uh, to be given the opportunity to host communion for uh, my alma mater, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. It's a distinct honor, distinct privilege that we do not take lightly. So please be assured that the seminary now comes under what I consider our parish umbrella and we'll commit to pray for you and seek the Lord for your benefit and blessing even more than we typically do. Hallelujah, God is good. Thanks, Jesus. The fact that we observe Reformation on this day in the reception of the Lord's Supper makes me even more appreciative and grateful for this opportunity to be present in this appointment time from the Lord with you. You all know this narrative. I'm, I'm going to introduce nothing new to you. You know this. The sainted Dominican Martin Luther, plagued by doubt regarding his standing before Almighty God, plagued by doubt regarding whether or not he's good enough to enter the kingdom of heaven. You know how this saint questioned and pondered and desired to invite others to ponder with him. So he posted uh, the 95 theses, the 95 discussion and reflection propositions on the castle door at Wittenberg. You know this, the history of how his confession of Jesus at the Diet of Worms in 1521 carried him from uh, from his place in Wittenberg to a place where he's standing before kings and nobility. You know this story, how he stood firm when asked to recant his internal conviction that the word of God is the source and norm of all faith. And you know these words so often spoken and repeated. Unless I'm convinced by scripture and plain reason, my conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and I will not recant anything, for to do so, to go against conscience, would be neither right nor safe. God help me, here I stand. I can do no other. I'm glad you knew that word. That means I'm in the right place. Amen. You know the history of how the confession caused him to be hunted as a heretic, ousted and excommunicated from the Catholic Church, and no doubt wondering at times how all this could be happening when all I wanted to do was have a conversation and stand up for the truth of the gospel. How could all this be going on? The gospel so clearly says in Romans 3 that there is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by grace, by grace, on God's undeserved merit and favor. Not because we're cute, not because we're handsome, not because we're smart, not because of our pedigree, not because anything we bring to the table, but the just are saved by faith. Hallelujah. In, in Christ Jesus, freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And we maintain that humanity is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. You know this. The confession, justification being made right with God, being restored to a relationship with the Father only happens by grace through faith in Christ Jesus for the purposes of God, which are his good works prepared beforehand that we may walk in them. Ephesians 2. 8 to 10. There is no other way. There is no other name. There is no other God. You understand and know these things. That the only one 
who came down through endless ranks of angels, divested himself of his heavenly glory, put on human flesh for you and me, was manger born and cross crucified, humiliated, scorned, the sinless lamb of God who shed his blood so that we have relationship restored with our father, this sinless lamb who rose again on the third day so that the world would know that there's hope for today and bright hope for tomorrow because a resurrection day is coming. This Jesus who came declared this, if you hold my teachings, you are truly my disciples. You're my students. If you hold on to what I say, then you will know the truth. You'll know the nature of our Father, and the truth will set you free. Free from sin, free from fear of death, fear from poverty of spirit. This truth will set you free. They answered him, you know what, we're Abraham's descendants and we've never been slaves to anyone. They forgot about that little visit to Egypt. We've never been slaves to anyone. How can you say that we will be set free? Jesus replied, you know what, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. And Jesus comes to set us free from that captivity to sin. Martin Luther discovered it, we understand it, we know it, and today we celebrate it. We are free from sin by faith in Jesus, hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family because he's only free for a minute until the next guy comes along and wants to put him back in chains. But the son has set us free, that Jesus has set us free, so we are free in fact, indeed, and for true. Jesus comes as the son of God to reveal the sons of God in the earth and to set us free to be the people of God. Not in some indentured servant way in which we can be enslaved again, not in some indentured servant way as we run out of the means of exchange. Well, here's one more good work, God. Here's one more indulgence, God. Here's one more thing I do for you, God. Here's one more kind work I do for you, God. Not in such a way that we have to exchange things for our salvation. No, but set free by the Son so that we are free indeed. Made sons of the King who have power and authority in Christ to set others free from the bondage of sin and hell and death so that they too might be sons of the Most High God and inherit the eternity God has prepared for us from the foundation of the world. World. That's why this eating of bread, the body of our Lord Jesus Christ by faith, that's why this drinking of wine, the shed blood of the anointed one, our Messiah, our Christ today is so important. Through this simple act, we receive our inheritance by faith and are adopted into the family of our Father God, sons, so that we can with confidence and assurance understand that a mighty fortress is our God. And unless an angel from heaven comes and convinces us from the word of God and in our consciences, we stand with Martin and say, on faith I stand because it is neither right nor good to go against conscience. Here I stand, I can do no other. May God have mercy on our souls. We stand under this mighty fortress as our God, who we acknowledge by gratia, fide, scriptura, Christus, sola, soli deo gloria, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen.